What's up, all? What's, what's up, my joggers? All you joggers out there, y'all, ridiculous comparisons. So, somebody just left a comment on my last video talking about, weren't you in the military and you were deployed to Afghanistan or Iraq and 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 y'all y'all were out there, you know, the, the people were out there doing stuff like like they're doing in Minneapolis and and it's, it's the same thing <laughs> I wasn't deployed to Iraq I was deployed to Afghanistan so I'm a Afghanistan veteran that's what I am so let me tell you about Iraq Afghanistan right so People like to think of the police as this invading force that's going through the community, causing havoc, and then they always want to point the finger at the U.S. military and be like, you all invaded Iraq and Afghanistan, and you're an invading force, and, and, and they're responding to you the same way the civilians respond to the cops here in America. <sighs> I got to stop at this. So you can somewhat classify the U.S. military as being an invading force somewhat. But what y'all fail to realize is Iraq and Afghanistan, at least in that, I can, I can directly speak to Afghanistan because I was there. I never went to Iraq. Dude, we were invited over there. <laughs> uh, the people wanted us over there because when it came to the Taliban, the Taliban wasn't just, just trying to go after U.S. military. They were out there giving the business to Afghanis as well. If the Afghanis didn't get down with the program, they make them lay down. So we had plenty of instances of Taliban warlords threatening to wipe out entire villages if these villages didn't, quote unquote, get on code and go after the military. And these people ain't want nothing to do with that crap. They were like forced into that crap. You know what I'm saying? If they didn't have like immediate protection from the military, you know. Matter of fact, the more they keep talking about pulling the military out of Afghanistan, the more some of these civilians over there, the Afghanis be, be freaking out because they know life is gonna go back to quote unquote normal where they're being they're being ran by a bunch of freaking nutcases with AR-15, uh, AK-47s out there. So, no, this ain't the same, man. You, I don't know why people be making these dumb comparisons. And then, you know, what's another comparison I saw? People are comparing, people be, you know, another comparison when we had these cop in incidents, people love to throw up Dylan Roof, right? They'd be like, Dylan Roof, they gave him Burger King, and he lived when they came and arrested him. You know what people never tell you about that? They never tell you that Dylan Roof didn't resist arrest either. That when they came up on Dylan Roof, he didn't, he didn't present a threat. <laughs> he, he literally just pretty much surrendered. So there was no need to execute him on the spot or, or you know, do some other crazy shit, beat him up or whatever as they were arresting him. That's what happened. That's what happened. You know what I'm saying? I got to stop with these stupid comparisons, man. I mean, whether or not he achieved what he wanted to do, the fact is when the cops caught up to him, he didn't, he didn't put up a struggle. So, 
and and I've shown videos, at least I think I have, but I've shown, I think I've shown, there's, there's this one video I showed probably like a year ago. It was like, I want to say it was like Los Angeles, this black dude, uh, he got arrested by the cops. It was all film and the black dude lived, even though he had the guns pointed at him because I, th I think they thought he was like a robbery suspect or something like that. I'm not sure, but um, he was on his knees, hands in the air and nothing happened to him. They came and put the cuffs behind his back, carried him off like, like normal. You know what I'm saying? Or if you don't believe me, you can go sub to my man, Akatunde Nation. Akatunde openly admits he's been arrested more than 20 times in his life. I was listening to him last night. Ak said um, every time he got arrested, he never resisted. He just let them arrest him. And, when, and guess what? Here he is today making videos on YouTube. <laughs> and he got he's he been arrested more than 20 times, according to him. So if you don't believe me, you can go listen to Ock, get firsthand account of, yeah, you can you can live if you don't resist arrest. So we get so we can stop throwing up these stupid they only kill black peoples. They let the white peoples live when they gets arrested. No. White people be getting killed too if they if they don't if they uh, resist arrest, whether it's intentional or accidentally. You know what I'm saying? However you want to, however it works out to be. But you all these dumb comparisons, man. Thinking that everything is just black versus white. Oh God, man! Y'all, I'm so sick of this narrative, dude. I saw I was on Twitter. Mark Lamont Hill shared some video some young girl, probably like 13 years old, crying in front of the cops. Why y'all killing us? When y'all gonna stop? You know, I'm looking at this kid. I mean, you know, she's a young girl. I, I highly doubt she knows better. And she's probably been fed a bunch of this BS. But I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going full-blown coon. I can't take it anymore. I'm going full-blown coon these days. I'm like, I wonder if, I wonder if anybody told this girl about all the 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 black women that be aborting babies every year <laughs> like like how many black how many black kids don't even make it outside of the womb because their mother terminates their pregnancy and i wonder if this little girl knows about all of the the black on black crime when where she has an astronomically higher chance of dying <laughs> like like i wonder if is anybody broken this down to this little black girl I highly doubt anybody has sat her down and told her, like, yo, you got an astronomically higher chance of dying at the hands of one of these, these black people who look like you that you're crying about than one of these damn cops you're sitting here crying at. I wonder if anybody is telling this to these young kids. Because, or, or, or are they just raising the next generation of social justice warriors and, and pro-black babblers who are just going to hop online and start crying their feels away at white people and cops? Like, does, is anybody telling these young kids this crap? Like, let's look at reality. Let's look at the numbers here. Chances of you being killed by a cop are about as good, you know, it's just not that high. Compared to how you, how you, how you might really die. And then I hate that other excuse. Oh, cops are paid officials, man. We pay their salaries, man. So they should be serving and protecting us. What the fuck, man? Y'all, what? 
I hate that excuse as well, cause it just they just they just throw this excuse out to 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 basically make it seem like it's no big deal if Pookie and Ray Ray is shooting up shit all over the goddamn place. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know another thing nobody ever really thinks about. You know when it comes to the cops that be in these neighborhoods, like why are they out there in the first place? Like, like do you think most of these cops be rolling through the black community because they just feel like having cops all over the place? Or is it because, unfortunately, a lot of these communities have a bunch of pookies and ray rays who do dumb shit, which invites the attention of all these cops into their neighborhood? Like, how come nobody ever sits around and thinks, why are all these cops in our neighborhood? More than likely, you got a bunch of pookies and ray rays out here doing dumb shit, like shooting up kids, shooting up the block. Old ladies can't cross the street. Kids can't play without getting shot. You know, it's all kind of bullshit going on. That keep the cops out there. And then they come out there, smack you upside the head. And you want to be like, they racist. Why were they out there in the first place, man? I'm going full coon with it. I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm declaring it's a, it's a kundalini war. I'm raising the coon flag and we, we going to coon out. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of niggas just making up racism because honestly, that's what a lot, of, a lot of black people today that are, you know, like 40 and under, a lot of these people just make up racism, man. A lot of them ain't experiencing racism. And oh yeah, here's another thing about these riots and these protests. So I'm, I see all these people, especially a lot of these, these blue checks, talking about they, how, how rioting is the language of the, of the oppressed or whatever the saying goes. And, 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 and what else they say? Uh, those stores, they can always come back. You can't bring a life back. You know, I, I see all this crap. I'm like, man, everybody online loves a good riot. But I bet you these niggas don't want them riding around where they live at. <laughs> we all, Everybody be getting online, clapping and cheering at riots and protests. Just as long as them riots and protests don't come over to they, they, they damn neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> You know what I mean? These people are these people are nuts, B. These people are absolutely nuts and insane. I mean, the black the, the black war with me is, is reaching an all-time high, man. That I just I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry. I, I just can't. Dude, you have to just look at reality. You're gonna sit here, listen, and, and like I say, if a cop is wrong, they wrong. Like, like I believe this cop that killed your man's is dead ass wrong. And matter of fact, there's, there, there's actually been verified that the cop that killed George Floyd, he owns a second house down here in Orlando. And that house is like 10, 15 minutes up the street from where I live. So I see a bunch of people from Florida on my timeline talking about how they finna go out there and start looking for this cop. I'm like, you niggas ain't finna do nothing. George Zimmerman ain't been found and ain't nobody did nothing to George Zimmerman in eight years. And he from this area too. He still live out in this area as well. So I'm like, if y'all ain't do nothing to George Zimmerman, y'all ain't finna do nothing to this cop, B. <laughs> George Zimmerman been out here doing all kind of shit for eight years and they ain't put no paws on this clown yet. So, you know, this is just some more of this social media tough guy BS, but I'm, I'm getting sick of the woe is me, man. I'm, I'm getting sick of niggas just pretending like, like, like the greatest danger to your, to your life is a police officer. No, it's not, man. No, it's not. Like I say, black lives don't matter unless it's a white person or a cop that does something. Because I don't know what the stats are, but black women be aborting babies like 
like like like they changing socks around here and then just just go to go watch your local news in your city and just just count up the stories of niggas killing niggas all the time. I mean, I mean, I don't know how people can sit here and honestly, with a straight face, ignore this aspect and then chalk it up to that proximity. And, and cops, they they paid citizens. Like, who gives a fuck who's paid and who's not paid? Is a black life still lost at the end of the day? <laughs> Whether whether the person who took the life is a is a is a state county and tax funded employee or not, still a life that's lost at the end of the day, right? And then who else? Who else do I dislike? I actually I actually dislike them clowns who like to compare, who like to talk crap about the military. Maybe like like somebody was telling me yesterday, you serve in the white man's army out there fighting the white man's wars, killing the blacks and the brown people. Be like, nigga, you think I went to the recruiting station and was like, yo, how can I join the military so I can support the white man's army and kill black and brown people? Like, do y'all think that was like an actual marketing campaign when I first joined the military? <laughs> you want to kill black and brown peoples and oppress people? Join the U.S. Army. I was like, yes, yes. Let me, <laughs> let me go press some black and brown peoples. Yes. Nigga, that is not part of their marketing strategy, B. <laughs> Nobody joins the military to oppress black and brown people. But the irony is all these clowns that saying this shit, they better be lucky that we have a U.S. military <laughs> so that they can have so that they can enjoy the freedom to get on here and cry their woe is me tears. Because there's a reason why. There, there's a reason, reason why ain't nobody fucking with America or trying to attack America. <laughs> you got all these countries like North Korea and Iran. If they had the opportunity, they would come over here and just wreak havoc on America. Be, be driving tanks up and down the street, fucking everybody up, right? If they had the opportunity. There's a reason why that's not going down. And that's because people like me decided to go out there and join the military so we can go out there and oppress black and brown people for the white man's army so that you niggas can get out here and cry your fake woe is me tears online about, about how, 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 how racist America is. Fuck out of here, man. Most of these clowns make up racism every single day, B. I'm convinced at this point the average black person who is 40 and under, you know, somebody who was born late 70s, early 80s, you know what I mean? Like me. I'm convinced the average Negro makes up racism at this point, man. The average Negro. I I'm sorry. You're just not going to convince me that all these black people online experience racism on a daily basis. I don't believe it at all. And, and somebody calling you a name on Twitter, that's, that's, that's just a troll. If, if you're going to let some random person with, a, with an avatar that you don't know who the hell these people are, and their whole world is going to fuck you up because they, 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 they post a, a MAGA picture or say the N-word to you. Dude, you, look, look, how weak and pathetic can, can you be? How weak and pathetic can you be? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, like Negroes be hopping online talking about how strong they are. We so strong. We the strong black peoples. We strong. But you get offended because some troll calls you the N-word? I mean, that just ruins your entire life, right? <laughs> Some random person on the internet calls you the N-word. Like, no, like, get real. How, how strong can you be? 
I'm, I'm convinced. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just convinced. Like I said, all this craziness, man. And then, you know, with the looters and the rioters, I see Cynthia G and Chrissy, they making videos talking about, where's Becky? Uh, uh, George Floyd, he, 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 uh, he was into the Beckys. Let Becky defend him. Guess what? If you go to Google and do a search for protesters <laughs> in Minneapolis, you're going to see lots of Beckys out there standing up for it, holding signs the whole shebang. They was out there rioting and all kinds of crap. So it's just like, so you know, you got to deal with this dynamic of these delusional nutcase feminegros running around out here who just want to keep talking this dumb shit because this brother was dating a white chick. Talking about where's Becky? Shit, go to Minneapolis. There's plenty of Beckys out there riding for this for George Floyd. Like, like, it's, 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 I'm telling you, people just get on here and just make up crap. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all this crap. Niggas just stay making up crap, man. And I, I mean, personally, I can't take it anymore. I'm, 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 I'm initiating a full-blown coon war. You know what I'm saying? A coon war. We, we need to take the streets back. And here, here's the thing about the coons. Don't get on here thinking that a coon is a, a weak person. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you take a coon like me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you, you'll always see niggas on, online talk about, we need to get these coons. Do them like they did in Haiti. Get the coons. You know, they, they, they think that we're all just some weak, docile people who who, who just going to faint. Eh, please don't get me. I'm like, nigga, I've been trained by the U.S. military. I'll fuck your whole block up if I really wanted to. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know how to shoot. Do weapons, do urban tactical shit, all that crap, B. I, I can get busy out here if I really wanted to. So I don't want people thinking that just because somebody calls me a coon or they perceive me to be a coon, like, like I don't know how to get busy out in these streets. Like, like I haven't been trained to use my hands. Like I haven't been trained to shoot about six or seven different weapons. Like I haven't been trained on, on, on you know, various tactical situations like like this shit i had to do for 13 years of my life in conjunction to playing with computers because i wasn't like i was 13 years in the army and then i'm stuck behind a desk click clacking away no there were times i had to go out there and, and do a whole bunch of infantry style shit you know what i'm saying so you know just in just in case on some just in case type of shit so i think we need more coons man push back on this narrative because I'm, me personally, I'm just sick of the BS, man. I'm, I'm sick of seeing niggas pretend like they got it so bad in life. And reality is what I tell you. Most Negroes are just making up shit to try to hide their deficiencies. I mean, that's, I, I don't know what else it could be at this point in 2020. You know what I'm saying? With all the opportunities, all the technology. I mean, there are so many programs available for niggas. Like... Next week, next Friday, I got to do a 45-minute presentation online, right? I've been invited to do a presentation talking about IT. And I'm talking to a group of people in Oregon. This group, uh, I can't remember what the name of the organization's name is, but their whole mission statement in life is to help young people 
uh, get their GEDs and high school diplomas before they go down the path of going to jail and being a full-blown Pookie and Ray Ray. So the people that I'm talking to, the, these kids are like anywhere between the ages of like maybe you know 16 to about 20 years old or something like that in that group. So they got me doing a live presentation answering questions about IT. And the majority of these students is black. Like that's, that's who their main focus is on is predominantly urban kids, mostly black kids. You see what I'm saying? Because they don't have, they recognize that, you know, don't nobody else give a shit about them. So they're trying to do something. So what I'm saying is there are programs out there all over the damn place. You know what I'm saying? So I got one company that reached out to me because one of the people that works for the company watches my YouTube videos. That's how they found me. And then they reached out to me and I agreed to, you know, do it. And then, you know, they're trying to, you know, potentially bring me on to do some other stuff with these with these kids. But my thing is, there's all kind of stuff out there, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a matter of do you want to do it or do you want to be the next person who's just hopping up online, blaming racism, white people, and police? It's like, niggas, just stop. There's all kind of stuff. Are you, are you willing to look? Let's like I said a couple of videos back, how many niggas are actually going out there exhausting the entire list before we hit the, the, the final brick wall of, okay, the white man holding you back. Like, I don't think nobody's actually, I don't think very few Negroes are actually out there doing it in this day and age. You see what I'm saying? And so, I'm, me personally, I'm tired of listening to the woe is me babble. It's, it's gotten too ridiculous to the point where now they're infecting the minds of these young children who don't know any better. Because, like I said, you go to Mark Lamont's Hill Twitter feed, and he, po he posted a video of a, of a black girl. She, she probably like, anywhere between the ages like 13, 14, still young in the mind. She knows a little something, but she isn't fully, I don't think she's fully all the way there because, you know, she's probably just, you know, you know, you know how young kids are, man. So, you know, she's probably listening to a bunch of woe is me people around her. And then she's seeing the riots taking place. And then she's, she's under the belief that cops is her biggest enemy. But I'm like, has anybody sat this young girl down and showed her the FBI statistics? of who her biggest enemy is or, or who, who, who's the greatest risk to her, 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 her future and, and, and her, her abilities to keep breathing air. It ain't police. Has anybody sat her down and explained that to her? Has anybody sat, has sat her down and explained to her that, you know, we would probably have a lot more black people if black women weren't aborting black babies all over the damn place since the 70s, at least the 70s. Think about how many black babies have been aborted since the 70s, B. We're talking millions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're talking millions. Hundreds of thousands each year. These black women be out here, the majority of them, the majority of them out here having careless sex and don't want to deal with the uh, repercussions of getting pregnant. So instead of them going out there and selecting the hundreds of options of birth control, they just want to terminate the life of, a, of, a, of an innocent child. Whether the child is still developing as an embryo to as late at, to, to I, don't, I don't know what, how late they can carry these things before they terminate the baby, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody wants to talk about that. Like, like, little girl, did you know your mother could have aborted you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She could have joined the ranks of the hundreds of thousands of other women who aborted babies, you could have been one of them. Luckily, your mother didn't do that.
But everybody else, think about how many friends, how many, how many, <laughs> how many potential friends you could have had that, that could have been born around the same time you were born that got aborted. You know what I mean? But we, we supposed to, we're supposed to sit here, honestly, in the year 2020 with all this information, all these smartphones, access to Google, access to endless YouTube videos, access to libraries, and, and we're just supposed to sit here and pretend like the police is the greatest danger to black people. We're supposed to pretend like, like racism is just running, wrecking havoc on black people every day when we wake up. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I don't know about y'all, I'm tired of the crap. Because when I seen that video of that little girl, I was like, okay, this, this is it. This, this is like the final straw for me. <laughs> it's it's, it's full-blown, balls-to-the-walls, cooning out from here on out. I'm, I'm probably going to buy me a MAGA hat. I'm, I'm finna go full steam kundalini with this shit from now on. I couldn't believe it. I was like, golly, this is the next generation of babies right here. They are transforming these babies into to woe is me's right before my eyes, man. I can't take it anymore. What's up, y'all? So that, that, that's, that's what, listen, for anybody who's new here, this is what you're finna get from me. I'm raising the flag of the coon, raising the Butter Biscuit Brigade flag over here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this bullshit anymore. I'm not going to sit here and pretend. I'm just going to call shit straight down the middle. Is right is right. Is wrong is wrong. I'm not looking at these cases anymore and be like, oh, maybe the police. No, let's, let's, let's get all. I'm, I'm, I'm going to all the facts route. <laughs> so like I said, with, with George Floyd, based off what I saw, yeah, they need to arrest them cops. Ahmaud Arbery, I ain't changing my stance on that. I'm not, I'm not playing these stupid, these stupid games uh, just because a, a person is killed by a white person. It's automatically racism and days out to get us. Fuck that. You know, niggas is out to get niggas. <laughs> and, and the data proves it every single day. A chick on Instagram posted thugs. I just deleted the message. <sighs> Let's see. Yeah, they brainwashing that little girl, Gregory. He says, gee, can I use part of... What? Can I use part of your BP? Oh, yeah, you can use whatever, man. That's fine. Am I invested in index funds? No. Look, I'm not, I'm not like the greatest stock market investor, dude. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm not as... I'm not as educated in that arena as I should be. Yeah, you, you can use whatever, man. Shit, go down. Somebody says, so is Michi X, yet conspicuously don't see her in Minneapolis. Yeah, man, look, I'm, you ain't going to see Michi X in them out there. They, 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 they're armchair revolutionaries. That's fine. You know what I mean, that's fine. I just wish they'd admit that that's what they are. Even if, even if, even if they, uh, wherever Michi X live at, they started protesting and rioting out there. She ain't finna be out there. She's gonna be at home, YouTubing away. <laughs> Talking about, what y'all doing? Y'all need to be doing something. Michi X, they outside your house. Uh, 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 y'all need to do something. What y'all doing? I mean, so I'm tired of seeing this, this dumb shit, man. They got, these, they got these young babies out here believing this woe is me babble, man. It's like, fuck out of here, dude. Fuck out of here. It's, it's, 
we're going on a coon revolution starting today. As a matter of fact, I, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to look up a flag maker and see if I can get a custom flag made and put like butter biscuits on it or something. I'm going to see if I can find somebody to make a custom flag. You know what I mean? I'm tired of this. I might have to come up with like a coon logo, find somebody who knows how to do logos real well. And I think we need an official coon logo, y'all. So I'm going to look for that. I'm going to go on Fiverr. No, I got I to do. I got to do. I know this guy. He does graphic design. He got his own little graphic design business. He's a black person. I'm a cat I've been knowing since forever. I'm going I'm to hit him up, see if he can design something, man. Like, a, like an official Coon logo. Because <laughs> you know, they already call me that now. So I'm, I'm going to take it and, and embrace it. Because I'm just, I'm just sick of the crap, man. I'm, I'm just sick of the crap. I, want, I wish black people would just wake up. You know, just, just like wake up and just see what the reality is, dude. We don't embrace education. Like, like it's just not popular to embrace education. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know why this is. Is it because it's the white man's education or I don't know, but education is just not a popular thing in our culture for some reason to, to where we uh, stress the importance of learning math, we stress the importance of learning how to speak and read English. I'm talking about in the correct manner so that you can maneuver in life. So you ain't out there going on job interviews, talking about, yeah, shout it. I just here for the job, man. Like, learn how to be a, a master at the English language because we live in a country that is an English-speaking country, you know, at least until Spanish takes over. <laughs> but, you know, as of right now, we're an English-speaking country, so you can learn how to speak English you know, in professional settings and when you're around your homies, talk how you want. You know, unfortunately, you're going to have to code switch. You know, I mean, that's the way it is, you know. <laughs> People think that's a bad thing and like, I understand what they're saying, but until, until Wakanda comes to life and we got like black businesses galore, that's, that's actually hiring because I did the numbers. I keep saying this again. I did the numbers for the black-owned businesses. I did the video. I showed y'all the numbers on the video. I did the video a couple months ago. It's two million black-owned businesses in America, y'all. Two million black-owned businesses in America that have business licenses and or LLCs or DBAs or whatever. Out of the two million, only 100,000 actually have employees. So anytime somebody asks you, we need black-owned businesses, Tell them, no, there's already 2 million of them. We need black-owned businesses that actually can create businesses that generate enough money that can hire other people. That's what we need. So you need to correct that flaw, too. You need to tell them, no, there are already 2 million black businesses. We need black businesses that sell or produce a product or service that can generate enough money so that they can hire other people. And that's gonna lead into my other video, the one that somebody sent some money in, talking about black-owned businesses and stuff. Uh, I can't remember what the topic was exactly, but 
I think one of the concerns is uh, how come, what was it like, how come black businesses cry about the lack of support or something like that? And then, you know, I guess they assume the, cust- uh, the, the customers worship, excuse me, worship white businesses. Uh, you know, some, there's a couple of reasons for that. But, you know, one of the biggest reasons is, you know, does your product or service, does it match up with your white competition? <laughs> like that, that's, that's like the biggest reason. You know, because when most people go out there and they spend their hard-earned money, they, I tend to believe most people want to spend their money on the most superior product that they can afford, product or service that they can afford. And just because you're a black business, that doesn't mean that your black business title or whatever should excuse your inability to produce a stellar product or service. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe that's a factor as to why some black businesses lack support. Well, let's check out your product and service. Are you putting out an equal or greater product or service than your white counterpart? I'm not even talking about the cost. I'm just talking about the product. Let's just say your product costs more than the white person's. Okay. Is your product better than theirs? Like, like why, why should I give you my money? You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going to support you just because you're black. I'm going to support a quality product. And if I got to pay more money for your product, then it is what it is. Just as long as the product is, is, is quality. So these are things we got to examine here. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, tired, I'm, tired of, I'm tired of people lying and I'm tired of the lies being spewed. We, people just got to, we got to, we just got to set the record straight, man, and just tell the truth. So we got, we got all these businesses that don't have employees and, you know, there's all kinds of reasons as to why that is. You got education isn't like, really stressed in a lot of black communities and households. Like, I can't remember what the average, there, there was a study that came out that said like the average black child spends like maybe 30 minutes a day doing homework. If that, meanwhile, their Asian white counterparts are spending upwards of like an hour to two hours a day on average doing homework. And then we're wondering, and then we're honestly got the nerve to sit here and wonder why these kids grow up to outperform us in corporate America and beyond? Really? <laughs> like, like, you can't make the correlation as to how this happens? Somebody dedicates maybe 30 minutes a day to a task compared to somebody who dedicates at least two hours a day? All right, let's put this in another context. Kobe Bryant. Let's just say Kobe Bryant spent six hours in the gym working out. And then... Another person on the team only spent an hour working out. Are we honestly going to sit here and wonder why Kobe Bryant makes the money he was making, made the money he was making, and was the starter and, you know, the captain of the team and all that crap for the most part? Or he was the captain of the team, and, and the other guy was riding the bench the entire time and only got, like, five seconds of play at the, at, in, in the fourth quarter? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like what are we talking about here? So you got to stop playing stupid. You got a lot of parents that aren't making, and then I don't want to hear the single parent bullshit. 
Because then we can go, well, we can go, we can go back to this. People like to say, well, there's single parents out there. They ain't got to work one and two jobs. They ain't got time to be dedicating to the children's. Okay, I get it. Why didn't you pick a better mate? Why are you a single parent to begin with? Hmm? Why? Why, <laughs> when you was out there backing that ass up, why didn't you back that ass up on a mate that actually saw value in you and potentially wanted to make a life with you? Like, why are you a single mother? Like, you, what I'm saying is you, you can't go out there and do all this dumb shit voluntarily, go out there, sleep with all these niggas, and now you got a baby daddy or two, and then you want to cry 10 years later about how hard things is going. Meaning you're a single mother raising a kid, and you can't dedicate all this time towards your kid because you got to work. It's like, you didn't think about any of this shit beforehand? And don't act like this is a brand new concept. Single mama's been around the black community for years, B. You know what I'm saying? For years. You probably knew a bunch of them before you became one. And you thought that this was going to, you thought your, your situation was going to be different? So now your child has to suffer because of decisions you made and choosing to, to, to not choose a proper mate to make children with? I mean, if you want to go back that ass up, do it all day. Why not engage in safe sex? Use, 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 uh, 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 you know, whatever. I can't, I just, I just went blank. But think of, use condoms and, and all that other crap so that you don't create these kids who are going to be raised in these single parent households. Because, you know, 70% of our black children are born to a single mother. Uh, at least 70%. It's probably higher, but I'm just saying 70 on the, to be on the safe side. You know what I'm saying? But now you want to cry and complain later on when you don't have time to invest into your child like you should. Me and my wife, we don't have these problems. Because my wife, before she met me, she went out there trying to become a single mother. And before I met her, I wasn't out there trying to create single mothers. <laughs> I didn't want kids with just random chicks. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to bring life into this world with a random chick and then I got to do the baby mama child support blues. You know what I mean? So we're in a position where we can pour a lot of energy into our children to where either my wife is helping him out or I can hire a tutor you know, do all this other, all this shit I have to do for my kids because, you know, <laughs> we believed in the uh, nuclear family concept. We believe that this is the best environment to raise human beings in. You know what I'm saying? Because we have more resources to pour into our children and we have more time to disperse amongst our kids to where I don't have to work two jobs and they'd be like, I can't, I ain't got time for my kids. I mean, fuck that. So we got, we got a, we got a 2020, man. We got to start calling out all the bullshit. At least I am. I don't know. Y'all, y'all niggas do what y'all want to do, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to have to go hard and call out all the, the endless bullshit to bring it into these woe is me fairy tales, man. 
Yeah, I'm going to talk this white people talk. There's your white side talking. Well, my white side is way more logical than my black side. I'm just going to be honest with you. My black side is hyper emotional, <laughs> but my white side is hyper logical. It can add two plus two and just and see it for what it is. It's just like, dude, a lot of this shit is just brought on by black people, man. You don't want to change the culture. You want to, you want, you want to, black culture wants to force white people to change everything about white, about so-called white society in order to cater to black people. But black people don't want to change a goddamn thing about themselves in order to make society move more fluidly and functional so that we can do like Rodney King. Can we all just get along? I mean, y'all ever think about that shit? Niggas want the entire society and government to change to adjust to niggas. But niggas don't want to change and adjust to society. Like, they don't even want, they don't even want both. Like, okay, fine, let's have both change, society and black people. No, niggas want to be able to go out there and just be niggas. They want everything else to change around them. And if you tell niggas, well, why don't you meet me halfway? We'll change society. You niggas change some shit over here. You're going to get called racist. You're going to get called a sellout and a coon. Like, that is the entire philosophy of black people, most black people in America. They want everything, everything else to change. And they want to be able to, they want to re, be able to remain doing the same bullshit they, they was doing. They want to go out there, pop out all the random babies. They want to go out there and sell all the drugs, be out there being pookies and ray rays, just tearing up their communities and shit. But they want you all to stop and change around them and cater to their fields. Or else it's racist. You know, just like this Ahmaud Arbery thing. Everybody want to cry about Ahmaud Arbery being killed and just act like, well, if my man's had never walked into this property that he didn't own, didn't have no legal authority, assume he didn't have any legal authority to be on here, he might be alive today. But you racist for, for pointing that aspect out. It's like two wrongs. There could be two wrongs in, in this situation. Like, like, let's just say I'm walking down the street, me and my wife, and, you know, let's just say my wife got a purse, right? And let's just say some, some dude, whoever, white, black, whatever, runs up, snatches my wife's purse. And let's just say I pull a gun out and I start busting shots and hit this dude in the back and kill him. Guess what? Or right, let's just say I don't even kill him. And he lives after I shoot him in the back after he ran, after he snatched my wife's purse and ran. Guess what? We both going to jail. We was both wrong. He was wrong for trying to steal my wife's purse. I'm wrong for pulling the gun out and shooting him in the back. <laughs> you know, trying to defend my wife. We're both wrong. You know what I mean? But you tell that to the average Negro delegation and, and you know, they're just going to see it from the standpoint of, of you shouldn't have shot him in the back. Well, I probably wouldn't have had to shoot this nigga in the back if he didn't try to steal my wife's purse. And then I was wrong for shooting him in the back because now here I am locked up in jail because you can't shoot people in the back. But he, he probably never would have got shot in the back if he didn't try to run up and snatch my wife's purse. You see what I'm saying? Niggas, niggas will just forget all about what, what kicked all this crap off. Fahmad Arbery had to never walk into that house and he, he just kept jogging like he was allegedly doing. 
He, he might be alive breathing today. You know what I mean? But according to the average Negroes, the whole world is supposed to change around Negroes. And, 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 and you know, a Negro's fantasy is that they should just be able to just do whatever the fuck they want to do with no accountability whatsoever. Everybody else got to adjust to them. And that, that's part of the problem. So he was jogging, running from suspension. <laughs> he was jogging, I. Right. It's a whole lot of joggers. I was just watching Fox News. I was throwing through the channel, and I saw this black dude on here crying, right? They, they, I, I can't jog anymore. <laughs> you know, they're they killing us out here. And, I, mean, he, he, I mean, the faces was all over the place. <laughs> I mean, he was on some shit like that, right? I'm looking at this jogging dude. I mean, the guy talking about jogging. I'm like, nigga, just a month ago, you, just assuming he's a legit jogger. You know, just a month ago, all these black people were out there jogging without a care in the world. They out there power walking, jogging. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. You know, just, just getting it, trying to get their physical fitness on. Now, all of a sudden, Ahmaud Arbery's killed. These niggas is paranoid. They, 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 got, they honestly pretending like they've been paranoid to jog <laughs> their entire life. It's like you weren't thinking about your, your so-called safety. The, you know, the only people that, that's thinking about their safety as a jogger was probably women, you know, especially if they jogging alone down some, some random path. You know, they might, they might be worried about being attacked and, and drugged into the woods and abused or, you know, some, some shit like that. But ain't nobody, be, ain't no black person been thinking about jogging while black. <laughs> like, that, like, that was not a concern until Aubrey... Uh, Ahmad Arbery, right? Then all of a sudden, everybody's pretending like, man, I've been scared to jog for two years now. I was always scared I'd have to change my route up every day. Like, nigga, shut up. None of you niggas was scared of jogging. Now all of a sudden, you've been scared your entire life to jog since Ahmad Arbery. Come on, man. Just stop with these lies already. He says, I jog at the park. Nobody says nothing. Dude, I live next to a trail not too far from me. Dude, I see joggers all the time. White, black, Hispanic. They be out there riding bikes. They be out there jogging. Like, I got, I got some black people that be in my neighborhood. In fact, my wife is one of them. They be out there jogging and power walking up and down the streets. Like, ain't nobody thinking about this shit. You know what I mean? But all of a sudden, everybody's paranoid to jog since Ahmaud Arbery. Like, nigga, you weren't even thinking about, like I said, the only people you can say that may have been worried about jogging is a woman. You know what I'm saying? Especially if she's, you know, at night or early and wait early. Because I know my wife, if she don't like to go out early in the morning, she, she only likes to go out there when it's, when it's light. And, um, you know, she's worried about the aspect of being attacked because she's a woman, obviously. Which is why I told her, I'm like, if you're going to go out there at night, I'm going to have to go get you a, a concealed carry weapon or a bare minimum, get you what they call a rape whistle. Because uh, in case you guys don't know what that is, when I was in Afghanistan, they used to make the females carry around whistles. And if you heard somebody blowing on a whistle, that means there was a female that was getting attacked. You know what I'm saying? They called them rape whistles. I mean, they gave them to the guys, too, because there were dudes that were getting attacked as well. But, you know, it was more common for women to get attacked. So I told her, but she don't, she don't go out there at night when, when it's... When it's Low, visib low, low visibility, low light, she ain't out there jogging or, or getting her power walk on, I should say. But then she don't really go that far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my wife ain't venturing out five, ten miles down the street to get her stroll on 
You know what I mean? She'll walk outside the neighborhood because where I live at, you come out my, my gate to my community, you still got to drive about a good half a mile just before you get to a main road. So we're like kind of tucked off in the cut. Like you can't even see my community from the main street. You, you know, you look, you just think it's trees. You don't know it's an entire community back there, which is how I like it. So, I mean, you don't even know my shit's back here unless you, know, unless you come back here. You said you was profiled while jogging before? Okay, sure. Uh, uh, Marcelo, all kind of shit just be happening to you. Marcelo, you was in my chat the other night talking about cops just jumped out and, and, and accused you of robbing a store. Now you got profile for jogging. Well, Ahmad, you got a rough life, nigga. You need to move. You need to move somewhere else. <laughs> every time Ahmad, I mean, not Ahmad, every time Marcelo come up in this chat, that joker say something always happened to him. He was, he was a, <laughs> this Negro said he was accused of robbing a, robbing a store about three video, two or three videos ago. And now he in here talking about he was profiled for jogging. Man, bruh. Every time something happened in the news to a black person, Marcelo be like, that happened to me too. <laughs> Mar Marcelo, did something happen to you at Starbucks? Did they kick you out of, did they racially profile you at Starbucks too? Did you get racially profiled at a Waffle House? <laughs> did you get racially profiled by, by a George Zimmerman type for going to the corner store to get some Skittles and an Arizona IC? Like everything happened to this dude, bro. Everything happened. We need to, dude, we need to, we need to get a GoFundMe set up for you so we can get so we can move you to a safer place. Where the hell you live at? Boy, everything happening to this nigga. Good God, man. Man, I need to relocate you down here, bro. Let's get a GoFundMe set up for Marcelo, man. So we can save this black man. <laughs> it's everything happened to this dude. Everything bad. <laughs> He'll never come in here and talk about some good shit. You know what I'm saying? If I highlight a story talking about, I don't know, this black person did this amazing thing. Marcelo ain't got no story for that. Yeah, it happened to me too. There's <laughs> always some bad shit. Good God, man. You're like that one in a million. <laughs> oh, you don't go to Starbucks? You just go to Dunkin' Donuts? I went to Dunkin' Donuts today. That's my, my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I love these freaking things. I shouldn't be drinking them, but they so freaking good. Damn, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta save this brother, man. <laughs> we gotta save Marcelo, man. Let's get a GoFundMe set up, man. Save Marcelo, eighteen twenty-one. I think he said that happened to me too. <laughs> I mean, maybe it did happen, bro. I'm not. I'm not trying to laugh at your pain, but I'm just like, damn, bro. You got a. You got a. It happened to me story for everything. <laughs> like, golly, we gotta relocate you, man. Put you in a witness protection program. So, man, let's just hope you don't turn into a hashtag. I'm gonna feel bad for laughing. I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? But we gotta get you to safety, bro. We got to get you to safety. You said, seriously, white, why people focus on a jogger? Look, listen, I'm not saying that. Listen, when I say this stuff, we all know that there are outliers. We all know that there are going to be some racist white people out there. 
We all know that there might be a nutcase person out there stalking people who's jogging. We, we all know that there might be a Karen out there, like, like the dude that was in the park watching the birds. We all know that. I'm saying that that is not the norm, is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I always go back to the police, right? Your man's that just died, George Floyd. Very tragic, and the cops should go to jail. At the bare minimum, the cop who had his, his, uh, his leg on his neck should go if they don't arrest all of them. But at least that one dude should go to jail, right? How many black people had interactions with the cop the same day? This man's just died, what was it, this past Monday that happened? So this past Monday, how many, remember I told you there are 800,000 police officers in America, 600,000 are white, about 100,000 are black. How many black people across America interacted with cops the same day as George Floyd that did not die? I'm willing to bet it was tens of thousands to where the interaction went like how it was supposed to go. Cops came up, they defused the situation, everybody went about their business, or they arrested the person, and nothing happened to the person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how many interactions do you think happened that day? Like, let's just be real. It was probably tens of thousands of black people interacting with the cops in some manner. Like, did y'all hear about the story in, in uh, uh, Tallahassee? about the cop that shot the black person. Like, it just happened, like, yesterday or something like that. So it was outside of, what, like, a housing project. Like, it had housing project decor all over the place. You, you can kind of tell, right? And the video starts rolling. The cops, uh, well, I think the video was rolling after, but they say the cop jumped out and killed this black one. Well, yeah, it's a black woman, but she, was, she, she identified as a trans male, so she was like, you know going through the process of trying to become a dude or something like that. And so I saw Tariq and them posted, oh, it's an anti-black war, it's another victim. Let me tell you what the backstory is to this. Let me tell you what the backstory is. So this, the black, this black chick that got shot by the cop in the front of the housing projects yesterday, guess what she did? The day before, she stabbed another nigga up. I don't know exactly what she stabbed them up for, but she stabbed this nigga up, right? Then this chick, she had already been in the prison for like five years, and then she had did some other time. This chick went on Facebook Live the day she got killed, like hours before she got killed. She went on Facebook Live talking about, I'm not going back to jail. I'm going to go out like a G or something like that, where they gonna, the cops going to have to kill me. So... Hours later, here come the cops, because I'm assuming they're coming because she stabbed this other nigga up. I think they say she waved a weapon, pointed her gun, or, or I don't know if she had a gun, but she, she, she presented a weapon to a cop, and the cop did what he had to do, killed her. Like, she went on Facebook Live and told people. This is, basically, she went on Facebook Live and said she was going to do a suicide by cop, is what she, was what she stated. And then it happens, but of course... We only see the video, or we only see what happened after the incident takes place. And then that's when Tariq Nasheed posted, it's an anti-black war. But I was looking through his comments and somebody had posted the news story saying what actually happened. The chick went on Facebook Live a few hours earlier and told people this is what she was going to do. Because I'm assuming it was directly linked to her stabbing another nigga up the other day. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? 
And so this is part of this whole bullshit narrative that's pushed to where it affects these young babies. Because let's go back to Mark Lamont Hill, the little 14, the video of the 14, 13, 14 year old girl he posted where she was yelling at the cops up there in uh, Minneapolis. Let's just assume this girl sees Tariq Nasheed's timeline. That's just going to add more fuel to the fire for this girl to think that cops is out here killing niggas all willy-nilly just because you're black. Nobody, you think Tariq Nasheed's going to put up the real story as to why this happened? Why this black woman got killed by the cops? Because she set all this unmotion? She set all this up? There's a video of her saying it. Go, go, go look it up. Tallahassee woman killed by the police. The news is playing actual her own Facebook video of her saying that this is how she wanted to go out. You think they're going to talk about that aspect? No, they're not going to talk about it because it totally removes the days hunting us. The white man's trying to get us. It's like, no, this person set all this up, man. Like, let's be real. He says, gee, I don't see your, your videos of black people finished about, uh, I don't know, I got to go through, it's, it's, it's up there, I just got to remember which video it is. Um, it, it's got to be fairly recent, because I think I did that video like, what, a couple, about a week ago? So I, I can't remember, I got to go, just, here, just send me a message, because I can't look at it because I'm on my phone, but just send me like a message in the email uh, telling me what the, what the video was about because I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, some of these videos I record, I don't remember what the hell I said on these videos. <laughs> so I'll look, at, I'll look at some of my videos and I'll be like, what is this video talking about? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't exactly remember what was said in it. So just kind of give me like a, a refresher so I can be like, okay, I think it's in this video. Like, I mean, I just don't. Like the video I did yesterday, I don't really remember all the stuff I said. Sometimes I'll rewatch them. I'm like, damn, I said that shit? I was tripping like a motherfucker. He said, Tariq is responsible for a portion of these riots. He's been getting his followers work up. Look, they live for this stuff. This is just a moneymaker for him. He gets more followers, which increases the likelihood that somebody will click on his links to buy his mink slide or, or his DVDs. It's just, this is just all about money. Because Tariq, Tariq ain't going to go out there and do that shit. Like I told y'all yesterday, this is just about... He got a bunch of dumb. You got a bunch of dumb people who, who blindly follow these pro. Look, pro blacks wouldn't be as bad if they didn't cater to a bunch of idiots. Like they specific. Most of them specifically cater to low information, low IQ, hyper emotional people who are going who who are just going to just blindly believe the shit they say. And, and potentially blindly go out there and enact the BS upon and act upon the dog whistles these people put out. They're not they're not looking to cater to people like you and me and others who will sit here and be like, what did this person just say? All right, is is that the best thing to do? <laughs> like like with the looting and the rioting. I understand y'all are mad at the cops, but what did Target what does Target have to do with this? What does O'Reilly Auto Parts have to do with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, my man Super Sly 75 did a video. He was like, black businesses. What if there are black businesses out there that got burned down? What do they have to do with this? And then think about Target. Think about, you know, okay, you take a, you take a store like Target. How many, employ how many people do y'all think work for Target, y'all? 
it's probably anywhere upwards of maybe 200 people that work at that target. You know, you got your, your, your day shift people, where they be in there when, during business hours. You got your overnight shift. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's that many, but whatever. Let's just say it's a nice 100. Let's just say that, right, which I highly doubt. It's probably like 50. Let's just say 50 to 100 people work at that target, right? Everybody from the, the cleaning crew to the, to the stocking crew to the management team to the security personnel to the cashiers. Let's just say it's around like 50 people, right? How many of them people were black that just lost their job? Like you out here protesting on behalf of a, a black man who was, who was unjustly killed by the cops that we all can agree was un, an unjust killing. But now, how many black people worked at Target, worked at AutoZone, worked at O'Reilly's Auto Parts, you know, worked at all these various jobs, and now they don't have, they don't have a place to go work. So now... They're going to be struggling with their bills. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we're in this economy where the, the, the country hasn't fully opened back up. Like, I got a family member I was talking to not too long ago. This person got laid off a month ago. I didn't even know this person got laid off. Been laid off for a month and, and, and is out there trying to find a job. Because, you know, the, the, the economy hasn't fully opened up. So... This is what I'm saying. Niggas, you got to think. It doesn't make sense to, for Tariq to talk to, to thinkers, man. Because somebody like me is going to ask these questions. Like, okay, if you're going to go out there and do shit, why are you going to go tear this crap up over here? Because now, what, what, if this, what if it's like 10 black people that work over here? You know, maybe they're making minimum wage. Maybe they're making whatever. If you tear this stuff up, do you have a plan in place to put money into their hands so that after you burn down Target, they can continue to pay their bills and feed their kids until they are able to secure another place of employment? If you don't have a plan for that, why are you encouraging people to destroy all this stuff, especially if this stuff employs black people or black people own it? You see what I'm saying? Like, it, this, this, you, you got to think like this, especially, it, it, you know, especially if you care about black people. You have to think about this stuff. All those small businesses that own that, that were either owned by black people or they employed black people. So now you don't ruin, potentially ruin the lives of countless black people in regards to the unfortunate death of this one black person because you want to go tear some shit up now. Yeah, people been looting for centuries. And guess what? It's been the same play ever since. Niggas tear, people just tear up shit <laughs> without, without any real justification. I mean, if you want to tear some shit up, go take your anger out on the police department. Like, I think they burned one of them down. I'm not going to cry too, too much over that because I can understand the anger. And I'm like, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand why they're burning the police station down because one of y'all own did this. One of y'all own kicked this whole thing off with... As far as the death. But what did Target have to do with this? What did O'Reilly's Auto Parts, AutoZone, the U.S. Bank, all them other businesses that they burned, the liquor store, what did any of those businesses have to do with this? If you're going to attack some, fine. I might can let you slide with going after the police department or going after where this guy lives. 
But all this other crap, how many black people just lost their jobs because of you niggas? That, were, that, that, that probably depended upon that job. Especially during this time when we're in coronavirus season and, and the economy isn't fully opened up. <laughs> what, did, what did they have to do with that? You said Target refused to serve the peaceful protesters. What peaceful protesters, nigga? If you go up in Target and you don't go in there cutting up a fool, they would have let you in. What you had was a bunch of niggas, whites, and Hispanics who started cutting up. So, of course, they ain't going to let you in. <laughs> and they, 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 have, they have a right not to let you. I wouldn't let you in either. Unfortunately, Target didn't have a defense mechanism in place. So you got all these people. Somebody said it's 500 people. How many of them people were black? That's what I'm saying. If you want these babblers out here, are you going to put some money on the books for these people now? Provide them a, a, a so-called bailout. Is the Blackistan bailout coming to Minneapolis to help all them black people who just lost their jobs? Where's the Blackistan bailout, y'all? I heard Jason Black talking about he want to bail people out of jail. Where is the funds that are set up to provide financial support for all the black people who lost their jobs because people out there decided to burn stuff down? Where's the Blackistan bailout program for this? Hmm? This is what I'm talking about. This is, we got hyper-emotional Negroes versus the logical Negro class. And unfortunately, the logical thinking black man Negro class or thinking black woman, we are the minority. We, or at least it appears that way. I put it that way. Because you got all these hyper-emotional Negroes, and then you got a whole bunch of Looney Tunes celebs out here who are co-signing this madness, right? And here's the thing about these celebrities. I don't even believe a lot of these celebrities co-sign this crap. The problem is they don't want to get drug on Twitter if they say what I'm saying. Because most of the people who follow them are these hyper-emotional Negroes. And if you say something that goes against your fan base, they're going to drag you. And they're going to threaten to not support, support your career. Like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's about to get drug on Twitter, y'all. He did, a, he did a, one of them IG Live things where he was talking to Fat Joe. And Lil Wayne, and like he did this, like I just seen it earlier today. Lil Wayne was on there saying, uh, uh, we need to, basically he was like, we need to stop blaming everything, kind of figure out and just, just kind of identify the root problem of why this stuff happens. Oh, they finna start roasting Lil Wayne. They finna go in on this dude. But Lil Wayne probably don't give a shit because he got a whole bunch of money. So he's like, whatever, nigga. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But everybody else, you got a lot of celebrities that probably agree with what I'm saying, but they come out and say this shit. People gonna drag them on Twitter and threaten to cancel them. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you were a celeb with a lot of money, I don't know why you would be scared to speak your, your real mind. If you're one of these guys who's just getting your career started, then I can at least understand why you would be scared because you haven't established yourself yet. Like Doja Cat. <laughs> Doja Cat, uh, she ain't got enough money and enough time, man. You know what I'm saying? So her career might be, might be set back something serious. 
But if she had it, but let's say Nicki Minaj said something. Nicki Minaj would be all right. I mean, so, so they roasted him before when he didn't get outraged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lil Wayne, can you get mad? The dude, the dude lives in his recording booth. Like from the time he wakes up, he's in a recording booth. You know, all he does is make music. So it's not hard for him to be seem like he's out of touch. He's like he's a damn musician who just makes music nonstop. So I don't see why people are like, oh my goodness, he doesn't understand. If you lived inside of a recording booth making music all day, you, you, you would be lost too. <laughs> like, like, like here, I live in Orlando. I don't really watch a lot of TV, which means I don't watch a lot of local news. So sometimes I don't even know what the hell's going on down here because I don't watch it. I'm like, damn, that's happening? <laughs> really? That happened today? I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be hearing about it from other people in other cities about what we're going on in my city because I don't watch the local news down here because I don't really watch a lot of TV. But regardless of his views, I mean, I don't think what he's saying is necessarily wrong because when you look at these cases, it's the same play over and over. White person or a cop does something to a black people. They racist, racist, racist. They's out to get us. They killing us. Racist, racist. We can't jog. We can't do this. We can't get Starbucks. We can't get Gucci. <laughs> it's the same play over and over again. But this is coming from all these strong black people, right? Niggas be so strong. Well, I'm a strong black man. I'm a strong black woman. As soon as, soon as something that you perceive to be racist happens, first thing niggas do, they hopping online. Why are they doing us like this? <laughs> we can't jog. We can't do nothing. I'm like, hold on. I thought you were strong. Why you, why you on TV crying your little eyeballs out? Why you on Twitter crying, begging, begging for them to, to, to apologize to you and all this shit? I mean, you supposed to be strong. You supposed to be smart. If y'all smart, why y'all out here burning up shit and then coming back with this stupid excuse, they can replace the stores, you can't replace the lies. First of all, what the fuck do these stores got to do with this man's life? <laughs> Like I said, what does Target have to do with this? What did the O'Reilly Auto Parts have to do with any of this? If anything, why don't you go tear up the police department and maybe the, uh, the mayor's office? <laughs> and maybe that cop's house. What does O'Reilly's Auto Parts have to do with this? Is O'Reilly's Auto Parts, is, is, is the, it was the cop... Like, like, does he own a whole bunch of stock in that company or something? Like, what are we talking about here? Any comments on the white kids caught on video destroying things? I mean, they got, they, they stupid too. What you want me to do? You want me to come in here and just point my finger at white people? I'm talking about black people over here. We all seen the videos. We all know it's white people, Hispanics, and black people were tearing up shit. But since this, this is a channel dedicated to Negroes, we focused on the Negro delegation. That's what I'm focused on. You want to talk about white peoples, go, go to a pro-black babbling channel where all they do is blame white people for everything. I'm talking about Negroes. Since Negroes want to be, uh, they want to they pre pretend like they're the smartest out there and they're the strongest. Well, it looked like y'all was doing a bunch of dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Because even the white kids and the Hispanic kids, they're not going to get labeled as monkeys and apes and thugs. It's going to be all the niggas that was out there doing that shit. I mean, it's going to be all the black people. And then y'all going to cry as racist. It racist. White people's is doing it too. <laughs> so, if white people went and jumped off the Golden State Bridge, would you go do it too? Or would it be racist because, because they wouldn't allow you to jump off the bridge too? It racist too? You say, what does progressive knowledge say? It says, you see, brother, the O'Reilly part supplied the spark plugs that allowed the cop to go to work that <laughs> I didn't think about that. There it is. They supplied the spark plugs and the brakes. <laughs> they, they supplied the light bulbs for the, for the, for the freaking flashing lights. Damn O'Reilly Auto Parts. And, and then O'Reilly Auto Parts is, is, is an Irish name. See? It's all coming together now. <laughs> and then Target. Why they burn Target down? You see, brother, the Target sign on the outside of Target was really a Target that was sending subliminal messages to the cops saying that you need to target the black peoples. That's why they burned down the Target. Oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> I didn't use my third eye. <laughs> All right. All right. I didn't use my third eye. Damn it. I start using my third eye, y'all. So yeah, man, I'm, it's, I'm 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 declaring I'm declaring a Kundalini day. People really crying about a corporation. Yeah, we crying. I'm, I'm crying because you know why I'm crying because I'm trying to figure out what did that have to do with the death of your man's over here, your man's Gregory Floyd. What did have to do with it? And I'm also crying because how many black people worked at that Target? worked at those other stores that got burned down and now they don't have a job to pay their bills and feed their families. What, what did any of that, <laughs> like since, since we care, listen, we care about Negroes so much, Marcelo, how many black people worked at those businesses that got burnt down? And then now that they don't have a job, they don't have income coming in because their business got burnt down, their place of employment got burnt down, what are you Negroes doing to help them people get through it, to help them pay their rent, to help them buy food and all the other stuff they got to do to provide for whatever, whoever that they're responsible for. Are y'all setting up a GoFundMe for these black people? Are you going to Blackistan and trying to get a Blackistan bailout package, stimulus package for these people? No. So don't, don't come in here talking about the corporations and shit. They can't replace the bodies. If you cared about black people, why the fuck did you just cost X amount of black people their damn job? Hmm? Why? Because here's the thing. The ramifications associated with these people losing their job are going to outlast whatever happened to your man's over here. Because your man's over here, they might arrest these cops, try and convict them within a year. We are in this coronavirus season where they don't know when the economy is going to be opened up. They ain't got no cure for this thing yet. What if these companies, how long, you know, what if these people struggle to find another job? Now, because they, they, they ain't got no freaking job. 
It ain't like they finna open up a new Target in the next two weeks or a new O'Reilly's Auto Parts. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter if the corona exists or not. What exists is, it doesn't matter if the coronavirus is real. What is real is that the economy isn't fully open and people are either unemployed or underemployed. That's real. That's real, Negro. I got a family member now I spoke to about 20 minutes before I started this live. This person told me that they've been unemployed for a month now. I didn't even know it. Collecting unemployment benefits for a whole month now. Because guess what? His company had to lay people off because the economy is closed. He works for a timeshare company. Nobody's renting out timeshares. So they had to lay, they had to start making layoffs because they ain't got the money coming in. And unfortunately, he got let go. And one of the reasons he got let go was because he was a high earning employee. So it wasn't like he was a low level minimum wage worker. This was a six figure earner. And when companies got to sit here and make decisions about, okay, how do we save money so that we can save the company? Guess what? They're going to start letting go a lot of high earners, man. They're going to keep the bare minimum that they need. But unfortunately, he wasn't considered, he was one of the highest paid ones they had. And they let him go. He'll probably be back once the economy opens up. But for now, they had to let them go because they, they don't have money coming in. So it doesn't matter if the coronavirus is real. What is real is that people are unemployed or underemployed. And that's going to be worse than the virus. If you can't pay your bills and feed your family, that's when shit's going to really turn the hell up. So now that we got that established, Marcelo, Tell me what were the pros associated with burning down businesses in Minnesota, especially if those businesses employed black people, when the effects of them losing their job because some niggas want to turn up and burn down some shit will outlast the effects of Floyd, uh, George Floyd. The only people... The only people that are going to be dealing with George, the effects of George Floyd's life being lost is his family. They're the only ones who are going to be dealing with this for a long, extended amount of time. In about two weeks, we'll be on to something else. We'll be talking about something else. We were just talking about Ahmaud Arbery last week or a week or so, so ago. Ain't nobody talking about him no more. We're on to something new. And guess what? We'll be on to something new in about two weeks. But guess what? The people who lost their jobs, they're not going to be on to something new in two weeks. So you tell me, what was the point? We care about black peoples. He says, how many lives are those corporations destroyed? What do you mean, how many lives are they destroyed? Have you, have you had your life destroyed by a corporation? Has a corporation came through, kicked your dough in, and, and, and threw your ass in chains and said, hey, nigga, you finna work for me. Get your ass in the back and unload them trucks or else we're going to string you up. <laughs> the hell you think this is, man? Nobody's telling you you got to go buy from these corporations if, if, if you don't want to. Nobody's telling you you got to go work for these corporations if you don't want to. How are they destroying your lives, man? If anything, they, they, they quote unquote destroying lives of, of, of all those sweat factories over in Asia where they're where they paying people like 10 cents an hour 
or 10 cents a day. They ain't messing with you, nigga. The hell is you talking about? <laughs> Here we go with the made up, the made up woe is me, y'all. Here come Marcella with the made up woe is me. He over here living in America. They ain't, they ain't messing with you. You, won't, you don't live in China where they got you in a sweatshop making 10 cents a day. Well, but I guess you care about the Chinese now. Huh? I guess you care about all them Chinese and shit. Yeah, you care about all them now? You better not own a pair of Jordans, nigga. You better not own one pair of Nikes on your feet. You better go get some Payless shoes, nigga. You better not be listening to me on a smartphone if you care about the Chinese working in them sweatshop factories. You better, you better get rid of all of your consumer electronics. You better, get all, you better just be living in a house where you're just staring at the wall every day because you ain't got nothing in there that's made from China, or made in Mexico, or any other place. If you care about exploitation of the corporations, then you need to get rid of your phone. You need to get rid of your name brand sneakers. And just be walk, walking around in shower shoes that you get from your local prison. Oh, but you're probably going to be like, oh, they exploit the prisoners too. Well, you need to go make your own shoes out of, out of sheets and, 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 and thread. If you care about people being exploited by corporations so much, the hell out of here with this fake woe is me babble, man. You sitting here listening, you probably watching me on your $1,000 smartphone, or however much the damn thing costs, and got the nerve to talk about you, you care about companies exploiting people. Nigga, do you know what it costs to make a phone? Who's putting these things together? <laughs> you don't know nothing about nothing, dude. This is probably why you stay getting targeted by people. Why the cops stay hopping on your ass or you stay getting profiled while you jog. <laughs> this, this is why. <laughs> this is why the cops was jumping on your ass when you told me in the other video they was jumping on you. And this is why people be profiling when you be jogging. They be like, that nigga Marcelo don't know nothing. <laughs> Let's go get him. <laughs> this is why this is happening to you. <laughs> we figured it out, y'all. We figured it out. <laughs> I knew we'd solve this problem. We solved this problem in, uh, in 90 minutes plus commercials, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. But who cares, Marcelo? Go out there and get the Blackistan bailout program started for all them black people who are now without a job, who are going to try to figure out how they're going to pay their bills, feed their families, and all that shit. Go get the money started for them. You ain't got to worry about the whites and Hispanics. I'm just talking about the black employees. Since you care about the black people so much, go to Blackistan, tell Tariq Jason Black, we need to get a fund set up so that we can put some money in the books to all these black people who lost their jobs. We, got, we, got, we can raise $100,000 to do an FBA conference. I'm sure you can raise 100 racks to uh, throw some money on the books for all the black people who lost their jobs because all them people decided to burn some shit down. Since we care about black people, right? Since we care about black people. It don't matter if they get unemployment. They might get unemployment, but guess what? They should also get... Because, you know, here's the thing about unemployment. I, I've never filed for unemployment before, but I imagine you don't get the money instantly, meaning you go down there today and boom, here's $600 into your account. Maybe you might have to wait a month or two 
And I imagine it's drawn out because it's billions of people filing for unemployment. So I imagine the process takes a little longer now. But we need a, we need a, a FBA fundraiser for, for uh, all the black folks who lost their jobs, right? You think that's going to happen? But these niggas care about black people, y'all. All right. Put some money on the books to all the people who lost their jobs now. Until they're able to uh, successfully secure uh, unemployment. Put some money on the books, man. You ain't got to worry about the white people. Let's talk about just the black people. But y'all ain't going to do that. <laughs> y'all ain't going to do that, though. Y'all just come up here and make up more excuses about corporations and all this other dumb shit. You know, justifying why it was all right to go in there and loot some shit and, and all this other bullshit. All right? How many black people worked at Target? Let's, let's, let's figure it out. Shouldn't be hard to figure out. You can make some phone calls. How many black people work there? Get their names, get their addresses, uh, uh, get their cash app information and start kicking out money to these people. Progressive Knowledge says it takes Florida residents over two months to get their unemployment benefits. Oh, I didn't even know that. See? But I'm just saying, if you care about black people, show it. Fine. You care about George, you proclaim to care about George uh, Floyd. We got that. What about them? What about them Negroes who just lost their job? If you care about black people, how them niggas gonna pay their bills? How they gonna feed their families? Where's the GoFundMe's? Go figure out who all was black that work at these businesses. Get their cash app information and send them some money. Care about black people, though. I'm just talking this coon babble, y'all, because I don't care about you niggas. <laughs> the nigga that I don't care about you niggas is the only nigga out here telling you ways that you can actually care about niggas. Y'all ever find that amazing? The coons like me, we don't care about black people, but yet we are the only ones who ever put out real information telling you niggas how you can go out there and actually care about black people. I teach IT, and I just gave you Negroes an idea on how you can go out there and figure out who all the black employees are that lost their jobs and figure out a way to send them money. If, you, if, you, if you're pro-black and you love black people. What up, K-Coach? But you know the babblers aren't going to do it. Like I said, I heard Jason Black talk about he wants to bail out black people. They got arrested. I ain't hear Jason Black. Now, I didn't listen to the whole broadcast, but I, don't, I, don't, I highly doubt Jason Black said, let's find out who are all the black people who lost their jobs because these buildings burn, and let's raise money to help them pay their bills, at least for a month or two until they are able to secure a job or get their unemployment benefits rolling in. I ain't hear none of that talk, and I guarantee you, you're not going to hear that talk from Tariq, Michi X, Jason Black, Boyce Watkins, or anybody else out there, even these Looney Tune liberals like Mark Lamont Hill, Roland Martin, Jamel Hill, all these clowns. You're not going to hear them saying this crap. They're going to be out there celebrating the protests but they and, and talking about how Black Lives Matter and all this bullshit, but you, I'm probably the only one, y'all. Listen, I don't know this to be true, but I'm probably the only person that you are actually going to hear saying this. 
Go find out all who are all the black people who lost their jobs and go out there and try to raise money to get money put into these people's hands because they don't have a place to work now. And the effects of this riot is going to, as it directly relates to their life, is going to outlast your anger over George Floyd losing his life. Go fire me another person saying this, y'all. Since y'all niggas care about black people, <laughs> go find me another person saying this. All right? Yeah, on top of the COVID-19 pandemic. We talked about that earlier, okay? We in the middle of a pandemic. The economy isn't fully open. Now these people ain't got no jobs. Now they got to deal with bills and, 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 and not having money to feed people. But y'all care about black people. Y'all just cost X amount of black people their jobs and livelihood. And then one of y'all clowns who support the rioters, and then one of them rioters are going to go out there and raise money for these black people. Yeah, Target ain't have nothing to do with this crap. That's my point, Dante. Everybody, like I say, the reason I'm talking about this, for those of you who might be late, I'm just trying to figure out what does Target and all these businesses have to do with this? I get it if you want to go after the police station, obviously because the guy was a cop. I get it if you want to go after the guy's house, obviously because the guy was on film who directly attributed to the guy's death. What did Target have to do with this crap? But now that Target is gone, how many black people worked at Target that don't have a job now? Because y'all decided to burn Target, Wendy's, AutoZone, O'Reilly Parks, and, and, and other places down. Y'all care about black people. <laughs> Show that you care. Find out who are all the black people who have lost their jobs in Minneapolis because you niggas burnt all that crap down with them white folks and everybody else, them Hispanics. Find out who are all the black employees who don't have a job anymore. Get their information and cash app them some money. And I ain't talking about no five and $10. You need to do a GoFundMe, raise money to cover their expenses for at least two months. Bare minimum or however long it takes them to get their unemployment checks. Because they ain't finna get their unemployment checks the same day they file for unemployment. They might get them shits a month or two later or however long it takes in that city. I imagine it's gonna take longer now. But you need to raise enough money to cover all of their expenses for at least two months to where they can comfortably pay their bills and buy groceries and all that other crap that they need to, to lead the life that they were living before you came through and burnt the jobs down and then you niggas are on social media applauding the fact that they burnt the jobs down. But I'm probably the only person on all the social media who runs my mouth who has said this. I can't verify it, but I'm more than likely willing to bet nobody pro-black babblers, social justice warriors like Sean King and, and Mark Lamont Hill, 
Ain't none of these niggas talking like this. Everybody's applauding this, but ain't now one of these niggas talking about the after effects that affected all the other black people out there. Hmm? Hmm? This is why it is, this is why I'm raising the flag of the coon. I'm going to go find me a flag maker and figure out how to get a custom coon emblem put on it. I might go get some custom coon hats. It's time for coons like me who actually use their brain and try to look into the future because we don't run off of hyper emotions and think about this stuff and seriously analyze how seriously slow and stupid black society has gotten to where we allow the ignorant of the ignorance to just run amok and lead the way. This is why I'm going full blown to the wall, balls to the wall, cooning out, unapologetic with it now. Because you niggas don't think. You don't know what reasoning is. You don't know what logic is. You don't know how to look into the future to try to analyze, do predictive analysis. You don't know any of this crap. You just run immediately off of instincts and how you feel at the present moment in the now. You don't think about the future and the effects this shit is going to have. And this stuff plays out in so many facets of black life. It's like it felt good to burn down the buildings. Now you got all these black people who don't have a job. It's the same way when somebody out there, a chick goes out there and makes a baby. And now she's a single mama. And here she is 10 years later talking about how hard it is to raise a child and how a child needs a father. You didn't think about that shit before you decided to lay down with this random nigga? Or you didn't vet this brother better? Or if you a dude and you crying about baby mama blues and child support blues, nobody told you to get this chick pregnant back then. You should have vetted her better. So... It is time for a coon revolution, and I'll go do it by myself if I have to. But I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm tired of this woe is me made up shit. When the reality is 99% of you niggas out there bring this shit on yourself, man. And you just look for white people and cops to blame. This <laughs> is everywhere in every facet. And I'm tired of the crap. I can't do it anymore. I got a 13-year-old son upstairs right now. Same age, uh, probably about the same age as that girl Mark Lamont Hill posted. I will be damned if I raise my 13-year-old son to think like this, man, to where he has, where he honestly thinks he could just run around here pointing his finger at every fucking body else except for where he fucked up. Like when my son right now, he comes home, he, he doesn't do his homework, and he gets bad marks on his report card, it ain't because of his teacher. I'm asking him first. Nigga, did you do your work? Show me that you did your work. Show me, did you ask for help? I'm going to exhaust all options before I have to go start pointing my finger at the school. Okay, my son has proven to me he has did everything he was supposed to do or tried to do it and it still didn't work out. All right, let's, hit, let's holler at your teacher. What's going on, Mr. or Mrs. such and such? But I got to check my son first.
because I don't want him growing up thinking he could just bypass the mirror and just start pointing his finger at everybody else. No, nigga, do a self-assessment. Did you do everything you were supposed to do to the best of your abilities? Did you try to seek out help? Like, in a legit, honest manner? Did you really put your all into it? If not, I mean, if you did, then we can start pointing fingers at other problems. But we have to first address, make sure that you went over everything first with you first. So that way, when you do start pointing your finger at other people, you can have documented proof <laughs> displaying that you went out there and did everything you were supposed to do. Shout out to Demetrius. He says, $20 beer money from a sailor. So you know I'm serious. Appreciate that. That's what we got to do. And that is not something that is taught in black society. It used to be taught. I don't know when it changed, but shit. That's not what's taught. And so I can't raise my son like that. I will be a failure of a father, dude. If I allow my two boys to, to exit my house at the age of 18 or whenever they move out after 18, to think that they can just honestly go out into the world and be subpar, don't even try, and then turn around and just point their finger at white people all day long. Or just think that they can go out there and just do whatever they want to do, and then when a cop shows up and pops them upside the head, they can just scream, is racist. Without, without even having to analyze, why are these cops here? What drew their attention to you? <laughs> like, like what, what was going on here? What brought the cops out here to begin with to where they had to go up? You know, before we even figure out if they went oops upside your head, whether it was justified or not, why are these cops out here? And why are they just messing with you, of all people? Of all the Negroes they saw that day, what was so special about you that they decided to mess with you? Because normally when you start asking those questions, that's when you'll figure out, you'll discover there was a reason these cops came out there. Go back to Mike Brown. It wasn't like they just saw Mike Brown decide to go after a nigga that day. That nigga did some shit earlier that drew the attention of that cop, and unfortunately, he met his demise. Freddie Gray, it wasn't like they, it was just, they just randomly rolled the dice and picked, or picked a name up out of a bucket and were like, let's go get Freddie Gray. What was that nigga doing? Now, we can argue as to whether or not they had the right to do what they had to do. My thing is, what got them out there in the first damn place? What was going on? We ain't supposed to talk about that part, right? That's that coon babble. That's that you blaming the victim. I'm trying to figure out why these niggas was out here in the first place. Because more than likely, they, they weren't, they, like I say, they weren't just out there just to be fucking with you. <laughs> Somebody called them out there. Because that's normally how it works. Somebody will call the police and whoever's in the area, they'll be like, hey, is anybody, uh, we got a commotion going on on such and such street, and then whoever the cop is in that area, they'll respond back like, I'm in that area, I'll go investigate. That's how this shit normally works, y'all. It ain't like they just rolling around. Okay, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a nigga by his toe. Let's go get that one right there. <laughs> that ain't how that work. That is not how this works. Yeah, I'm at home. I'm at, well, I'm at work right now, y'all. Don't you see me working? 
I'm working right now. Now, I'm at home. I, I mean, yeah, I work from home. I've been working from home for like, for like coming up on two months now. I don't know when the hell I'm going back to work. I work from home. I mean, it's cool. I only fill my car up on gas maybe once every two weeks because I don't really go anywhere. But the downside is I'm stuck in my house all the time. time. It says, who's worse, Sean King or Tariq? Whew. That's a good question. I don't know. I think they're, I, I would say they're equals. Sean King is the head social justice warrior in charge out there. And Tariq is, is, is the current reigning champion of pro-black babble. I would, say they're, I would say they're both equal. They both hurl accusations out off of, the, off of just the drop of a dime. And then if they're proven wrong about their accusations, they don't, they don't retract statements or try to clear shit up or apologize. Now, people, people say Sean King lies about his race. I don't know what the hell he is, to be honest with you. I don't know. He could be a, a very light-skinned dude, mixed dude. I, I legit don't know what his race is. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's lying or he's just a hella light-skinned dude. Or is he just a, the male Rachel Dolezal? I don't, has that ever been proven? I don't know. He says, I'm victim-blaming. He said, Marcelo says, I'm victim blaming. I don't believe all the guys are innocent, but unarmed people don't deserve death for nonviolent crimes. Look, unarmed people can kill you too. <laughs> why, do we, why do we sit here and pretend like unarmed people can't kill people? Really? Unarmed people know how to kill people too. Everybody's armed, as long as you got fists, as long as you got arms and, and hands and feet, you can technically kill somebody with your bare hands. What are you talking about? Everybody act like an unarmed person is just does not pose a potential threat to anybody. Are you serious? This is this Looney Tune delusional woe is me crap y'all like to y'all like to pander to. Unarmed people are fully capable of killing people too. You can kill people with your bare hands. In case you didn't know that, in case you didn't know that, it is possible to kill a person with your bare hands or impair somebody with your bare hands. In case you didn't know that little tidbit, just thought I'd throw that out there for you. So you can't necessarily say just because they're unarmed mean that they weren't a threat. You have to analyze the entire scenario, get all the quote-unquote facts to, to make a decision as to whether or not this person, whether, whether or not they were armed or not, was justified in being killed. Because an unarmed, like I say, I keep saying, an unarmed person can kill a person too. You don't need a gun or a knife. You can kill somebody with your bare hands. Yeah, just like Sensible Sister said, you think cops know if you haven't, you're armed or not? <laughs> like, like they got, what do you think? They got x-ray vision? Just because you don't have something in your hand, that doesn't mean that you don't have something on you. But regardless if you got something on you or not, there's always a chance you can harm somebody with your bare hands. So that, to me, that's not an excuse. Now, if you see somebody that's unarmed, I think as a cop, you should probably try to defuse the situation because you can readily see that there's nothing in their hands. But if they're approaching you in, in an erratic manner and you feel like 
okay, uh, this is getting out of control. Now I'm going to have to put some hands on him or tase him or shoot him. Then, you know, you might have to do what you have to do. He said, what's the likelihood of an unarmed civilian killing a cop, especially when it's a gang? Uh, I don't know. Go look it up. I'm pretty sure you'll find examples of, of unarmed people giving cops that business, B. Beating them up and all kind of shit. Oh, matter of fact, you ain't got to go, you ain't got to go that far. Go look up Darren Long, the mall cop in Atlanta, the one whose videos I was showing you the other day when my live stream was terminated. Go look up his YouTube channel. He walks around with a taser. Well, when he was doing security in Atlanta, he had a taser and he had a gun and he had a GoPro on his chest, armed all the kinds of shit. Go look at his videos and see how many people tried to hand him the business. Go watch his channel. That'll show you everything you need to know to prove the likelihood. He has tons of videos. They got hundreds of thousands of views. He will pull the taser out and people would still try to come at him. So what are we talking about here? Millions of views, yeah. What are we talking about here? What's the likelihood? What do you mean what the likelihood is? Go watch this dude's video. He was a security guard. <laughs> who, was, who was strapped. What are we talking about here? Oh, and Black Introvert actually met him. Okay. Yeah, he had a gun and he had a taser. And them niggas still was coming at him. So, miss me with the whole likelihood thing. You said you know how to fight. If a cop don't know hand-to-hand, -hand, that's failure on the police. Look, if you were not a... Listen, let me tell you something, Marcelo. Let's just say me and you were fighting. And I got a gun on me. Nigga, if I want to pull the gun out and shoot you, I'll shoot you. You know why? Because I will be well within my legal rights to do so. I don't have to meet you... Mano imano, hand to hand. Nigga, why do all that when I could pull the piece out and blow your brains out? Because I feel like you're, you're trying to jeopardize my life. <laughs> I don't have to fight you hand to hand. And it's the same way with cops. So what are we talking about here? If I feel like a gun is necessary for me to end this fight because I don't want to fight you hand to hand then you, 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 I hope you can catch bullets, nigga. I hope you can be like Bruce Leroy and catch bullets in your teeth. Because if, if I can legally do it to end, to, to end, to end this situation, it's going to get done, B. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm past the fist fighting days. I fist fought niggas when I was a kid. I don't have time to do that shit. <laughs> I don't have the stamina to keep up. My, my, my cardiovascular game is not as good as it used to be 20-something years ago. I'm just pulling the piece out. That's, not, that's how it's going to be. And guess what? It'll be the same way with a police officer. If I was a cop, I'd do the same shit. I don't need to fight you niggas with hands. Fuck that. So I can get winded in the first two minutes. You know, you know, you know how much, you know how much uh, unless, unless you're out there running marathons every other day, you know, how, you know how easy it is to get winded in a fist fight? You'll be tired as shit in the first 30 seconds. Why do all that? Tire myself out so you, so you can pounce on me? Nah, you're you, you going to catch these bullets like Bruce Leroy. What the hell is you talking about? I fist fought his kids. I don't, I don't, niggas don't dance no more. All we do is this. And <laughs> I'm pulling the piece out.
And guess what? Cops going to do it too. But if y'all so big and bad, why don't y'all carry y'all pieces around on y'all since y'all feel so threatened y'all being hunted. Like I said in a previous video, if, if you so threatened and you so hunted, why don't you walk around with a bulletproof vest on? Why don't you walk around with a weapon on you? Carry concealed. So that way when Billy Bob decides to jump down on you because you just happen to be that unlucky nigga that day, handle your business, bruh, and see if you come out victorious or not. And then report back to us on YouTube to let us know how it go. You say, how come British police able to subdue criminals without guns? Because in Britain, they don't have, they have, they have a ban on guns over there. <laughs> they have different gun laws over there, idiot. You ever look at criminals in Britain, they be chopping people up with, 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 with freaking hatchets and shit. They ain't really shooting people over there because I think having guns is illegal. They only break the guns out unless it's just all out chaos. We don't live in that country. We live in America where we love guns. We got more guns over here than we have citizens. Yeah, he is a troll. He's just asking stupid shit, trying to go all around the world to justify the obvious, to, to try to justify uh, uh, the bullshit. Instead of just looking at the obvious. It's like, you can keep coming up with scenario after scenario, but at the end of the day, you're just making yourself look dumber, man. And you're making yourself look like, why, why would anybody want to feel sorry for you, B, when this is how you think and this is how you act and this is how you react? You don't think. You're displaying to me in my comment section you have no forward-thinking ability. What about England? Nigga, that's a whole totally different country with a totally different set of rules. And they don't like guns like our country likes guns. <laughs> what, about, uh, what, about, what about Australia? Nigga, what about Easter Island, nigga? What about the North Pole? Like, let's just go around the world, B. Just, just name a random place on the globe. <laughs> What is this guy talking about? <laughs> You're talking about unarmed criminals. Here we go again. I just told you, just because somebody's unarmed does not mean that they aren't a threat or a danger, B. Like, what don't you understand about this? What, like I say, this is how you clowns think. You think just because somebody is unarmed that they don't pose a threat. The hell is you talking about? You can still kill somebody with your bare hands. You can still jeopardize somebody's life with your bare hands, man. What, what, does, what don't you understand about this? So just because somebody's unarmed, you have to examine, and let's just say the unarmed person loses his life. I'm tired of people running around, he was unarmed. No, what is the circumstances surrounding all this? Was he unarmed and just sitting on the sidewalk, minding his business, not doing nothing? Okay, that's one thing. Or was he unarmed, out there wrestling, trying to fight the cop, choke the cop out. You know what I'm saying? Do all kind of shit with his hands, trying to bash him in the face. And then he got shot. <laughs> like nobody ever talks about, no, niggas don't want to put nothing in context. They just want to say cop or white person killed a black person. They refuse to examine the entire context of the altercation. Just like when I was talking about Ahmaud Arbery. They had to kill him, man. They shot him. They refuse to admit to the fact that your mans ran around the truck and tried to grab the gun, which led to his, him getting shot, even though it's on video. <laughs> even though you can see that literally on video. They, they, they don't want to place things in the proper context. 
They just want to look at it strictly through the lens of a black person took an L to a white person or a cop. That's the only lens they want to examine this thing from so that they can hop on social media talking about it's a race war, it's an anti-black war, race soldiers, they deputizing white people, blah, 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 racism, white supremacy. Look at the entire context. Ahmaud Arbery was unarmed and still ran up on somebody holding a gun. So you're going to act like that, that, that he didn't put himself in a threatening position when he did that? You can argue from the white guy's perspective he, he felt threatened. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You've got to place things in the proper context. But this is what a lot of you guys fail to do because accountability is not a popular concept in black society. It's just not. You guys have become too comfortable with allowing yourself to blame white people. And then you got all these Looney Tune liberals and this Looney Tune mainstream media that has allowed for you to just spend years, just years, giving you excuse after excuse to blame everybody but what's really going on with you and examining the entire context of the situation. This is what, this is what happens with you. And this is why black society is currently where it's at now in this infantile state. We always begging white people to fix some shit. You know, the same people you cry and complain about are the same ones you want to run to to try to fix the shit that you're crying and complaining about that they did to you. So you call them abusers and oppressors, and then you demand that the abuser and the oppressor fix the shit that you believe that they are abusing and oppressing you with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's ass backwards thinking all the way around with all of you clowns, you babblers, you pro-black babblers, and you social justice warrior losers. They are brainwashing you niggas. And you grown niggas, you are helpless. It's the babies I'm worried about. It's the next generation that's coming up behind that I'm worried about. But I'm like, damn, they finna get them too. And here we are, we will have another generation of loser Negroes out here who just refuse to own up to being accountable for the stuff that they can directly control. And that's why I'm going full-blown, coon, balls to the wall, step and fetch it, tap dancing, cooning, Buck in my eye. I'm doing all that stereotypical shit. Uncle Tom, Sambo, Tragic Mulatto, Half-Breed, White Boy. I'm doing all that shit. Because you niggas is out of control. Completely out of control. Beyond reasoning, beyond logic, hyper-emotional. Dude, you, you guys are out of control. Somebody has to try to inject sanity back into you niggas. I may fail, but damn it, I, me personally, I can't sit here and listen to the garbage anymore. You niggas are just beyond out of control. And I can't raise, I cannot raise my kids to be like you niggas. I'm sorry. You want to call me a sellout? Nigga, my kids will be sellouts who will go on to do great, wonderful things in life. Fuck you niggas. <laughs> Sensible Sister says, I don't want a world without police, a world with nakers in charge of murder, chaos, and lawlessness. No thanks. Keep up the Lord's work, G. Yeah. 
That's what it boils down to. That's what I keep telling you. Negroes, too many Negroes want the ability to do whatever the hell they want to do with no structure or organization put in place. Because a lot of these niggas are raised in households like that. A lot of these niggas are raised in these households where they were allowed to do whatever the hell they want to do ever since they can walk and talk. Nobody was really checking them. I told you guys the story about when I went to my cousin's birthday party, right? Y'all want to hear the story again in case y'all missed it? About a year or so ago, or was it two years ago, my cousin invited me to her daughter's birthday party. She lived in the community. She lived in the hood hood. So I'm out there. I bring my two kids out there because my kids ain't never met her kids, right? So we out there chopping it up, having a birthday party. While I'm out there, there was a random toddler out there. Couldn't have been no older than two years old. Walking around the, the, the parking lot in the parking lot where the cars were. Just walking up and down a flight of about 25 concrete stairs. Just doing his own thing. Nobody was watching this baby except for me. I've never seen this kid a day in my life. And I'm spending more time trying to keep my eye on a random two-year-old that nobody was out there paying attention to. Kid could have got hit by a car. I saw the kid walking up and down the concrete stairs by himself and he had got next to me and I grabbed his arm and walked him down the stairs. I was trying to figure out whose kid is this? This kid walked over next to the garbage can. There was a pit bull over there. And luckily somebody came and got the dog before the kid got close enough to it. And I'm like, whose kid is this? Turns out the kid belonged to the person who lived in the apartment up under my cousin. So I got the kid by the arm. I'm looking around like, yo, whose kid is this? Then some nigga comes out that apartment and comes get the kid. I'm like, okay, maybe that's his father. I don't know. 30 minutes later, I'm out there chilling. Guess who I see walking around by himself again, just all over the goddamn place. The two-year-old boy. Nobody was watching this kid. This kid could have got kidnapped, could have got attacked by a dog, could have fell down them damn stairs, all kind of shit. This kid was only two years old, had no older than two, couldn't have been no older than two. Nobody was watching this kid. He was just literally at the age of two, going around doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do, unattended. Now, you can't blame it on the two-year-old, obviously, but still, that just shows you the level of care they don't even have for two-year-olds, man. You got a complete stranger like me showing compassion for a random two-year-old. Nobody else cared. And it wasn't like they didn't see him. They just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and so this kid is being raised in those I don't give a shit environments, which means he's going to grow up thinking that he can just do whatever he want to do and not give a fuck, assuming he safely Grows and matures, of course. And then who do you think he's going to turn into later on in life? Unfortunately. Like his chances of becoming a stellar productive person 
in my opinion, is, 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 has been reduced drastically. Unless that kid is taken out that environment and moved somewhere else. But as far as I know, I haven't been over there in like two years. I don't know what's going on. But I'm telling you what I saw at the time. It's not looking good. Based off of just what I saw that day, I don't have a lot of high hopes. But that was two years ago. So maybe things have changed, but I, don't, I have no way of verifying it. I don't know. So we get here. People start growing up thinking they can do whatever they want to do. They don't like lawlessness. I mean, they don't like the law. They don't like structure. They don't like organization. They just think that they should be allowed to just do whatever the fuck they want to do whenever they want to do it. And the entire world and the entire society is supposed to just, 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 just bend and twist its way and evolve around them. Niggas don't even want to meet society halfway. They don't even want to meet halfway. They want society to completely evolve around them. <laughs> and then if it doesn't, everything is racist. It's, it's everything's designed to hold me back. Days hunting us, days getting us. This is the problem with black culture. And I can't take it no more. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. What up, Royce? Said that baby had a jab and a blicky. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got one now, walking around with a blicky on him at like four or five years old. Probably got thug life tatted on his little fat baby stomach and everything. So, this is where we at. Man, don't even come here talking about police, Marcelo. You niggas got about 100,000 million excuses as to why you don't want to be a cop. <laughs> you want to cry about cops and how they police, but you don't want to become a cop. So that maybe you can go out there and police the way that you believe police need to be policing. <laughs> like niggas got a hundred thousand reasons. You just want to cry about police. You know, it's part of this whole shit. You don't want to change up anything, but you want everybody to change around you. You don't like, I mean, come on. I just did a video talking about this. Anyways, I'm about to bounce, man. Shout out to everybody put some money in here, but it's, 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 it's full blown ball to the wall Kundalini at this point. I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry. I, listen, if, if you choose, listen, y'all listen to who y'all want to listen to. Y'all support who y'all want to support. But as, as far as I'm concerned, if you choose to honestly listen to these babblers and these social justice, woe is me, warriors, and, and, and just totally blindly run with their bullshit, dude, don't come crying when your life just falls to fucking pieces later on. Because that's what's going to happen. Unless you figure out how to become a content creator and monetize this shit, or some type of professional community organizer like Sean King, most of y'all are just going to spend the rest of your days living a horrible life, man. That's not really going to amount to shit. I'm, I'm sorry. This, this is the reality of the situation. You deserve better than this. You, you deserve to be better. But if you don't want to do better, then, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Anyway, shout out to everybody. Put some money in here. I'm about to roll. It's been two hours. Peace.